Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Johnson Wealth and Income Management is a franchisee of the Retirement Income Store. The Retirement Income Store and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are associated entities. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store and brought to you by Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Are you living the life you want? Are you prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. Now, here's this week's Capitalized Life and Retirement program with your host, Matthew Johnson. And welcome to this episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. My name is Matthew Johnson, and I'm your host, president, and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Hope you're having a fantastic day. I am so pleased to be with you, and I thank you for your time and your attention, wherever you may be, just making certain that you tune in. And I thank you so much for all of the correspondence that all of you provide, your thoughts, your funny little jokes, and your stories, your questions. All of those things are so absolutely fun and enjoyable to read from week to week, and I really thank you for that. All that feedback is so wonderful. If you go to our website, CapitalizeLife.com, or you go to my firm's website, JohnsonWIM.com, you can post questions, you can post comments and suggestions. All of those things are extremely valuable to me. I read each and every one of them, and I love to be able to respond to you when you ask me a question I feel is going to be relevant and beneficial for all the rest of the listeners on this radio program. I also want to take the time to remind you that this episode is powered by the Retirement Income Store. And the Retirement Income Store, what a wonderful resource it has been for my clients, and I know it will be for you as well. If you've been drawing closer and closer to retirement, as I know many of you are, maybe most of you, and you're starting to begin to think about what's it going to be like when I retire? What am I going to do? And And am I going to have enough money to retire? All of those things are wonderful questions to ask. And they're questions that I think can be answered, at least in part, by the Retirement Income Store, which has really been designed to be a resource to help you understand what it may take to retire. And number two, to also kind of help you understand what kind of essential tools you want to have in the toolbox when you do retire so that you can have the luxurious retirement that you really want to have, the retirement where you can do what you want to do when you want to do it and have the income, the steadiness of an income that you know is going to continue to be there for you year after year after year. Well, today I want to entitle today's show, The Richest Soil on Earth. And you know, it's 2021. We live in the wonderful state of Iowa, some of the most rich agricultural soil. In fact, what was it, three, four years ago, a little town called Conrad, Iowa, was noted as having some of the most nutrient-rich soil in the entire world. And that was pretty amazing from our little town of Conrad. So way to go, not that you did anything for it, but the good Lord gave it to you, and so it's pretty cool to be recognized for that. 
But the reason that I wanted to entitle today's show, The Richest Soil on Earth, was more or less, I guess, because I was going through a book that a friend of mine had suggested. And for 2021, I've really challenged myself to read quite a few more books than what I have in the past. And, you know, I do a lot of reading essentially and kind of out of necessity because of the business that I'm in. But I wanted to be able to challenge myself personally to just pick up more books and to read them. And the book that was suggested to me was a book by Jamil Frazier by the name of The Twelve Shifts. And so far, I haven't made it through the end of the book, maybe about three quarters of the way through, but it has been a tremendous book. And I encourage you, if you can get a copy of the book, you can also do it on Audible so you can listen to it if you're doing a lot of driving, a lot of downtime. Wonderful resource, wonderful way of being able to fill your mind with some good stuff. But he made a comment about how the richest soil on earth wasn't from farm ground. It wasn't from, you know, the Midwest. The richest soil on earth was the cemeteries. And at first, that was a very unsavory thought. At first, that was a pretty bad metaphor. But then I understood, after giving it some thought, that he was absolutely correct. How many people have passed away? They've died. And when they died, all of their inventions that they could have brought to benefit our world and our society died with them. Think about all the science that has been undiscovered, that could have been discovered, that could have been kind of, you know, put out there. But for one reason or another, it never was. Think about the technology that was undeveloped the cures that never came about, all of those things are lost with all of those individuals. And that really started me thinking about how, number one, brief life is. We have no assurances. We have no guarantees in this world of how long we're going to live. If we did, well, that would make, you know, electing your social security strategy a whole lot simpler, wouldn't it? (laughs) But none of us know. And, you know, let's just face it, 2020 was like a giant dumpster fire, right? It was full of all sorts of unrest and uncertainty, and there was all sorts of closures, and there was shutdown and economic failures, and there was economic devastation, and then we had all sorts of revolts, and we had protests, and then you throw the presidential election on top of that, right? And all the mudslinging, in addition to the riots and everything else. It really was. It was a dumpster fire of a year. But the reality that I think we need to understand is that despite all those things that are well beyond our control, all those things that we were really bystanders or witnesses of, how many of you have profound things that you've learned or that you've developed or that you've discovered? And for one reason or another, you've never shared it with the rest of the world. I'd like you to reach out to me at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. So today, I don't know that I want to be an inspiration per se. I just want to challenge you that So many of you have so many wonderful gifts that you could be giving society. You know, we complain about 
the next generation. Well, guess what? That has always happened. Every generation has always complained about the generation that's following it. But you know what? This younger generation always has complaints about the previous generation. And in many respects, both generations are correct. But if we want to see society change, if we want to see society improve, then we can't just simply talk about it. We can't just simply complain about it. We have to be that agent of change that we want to see. We have to be the individual that takes the initiative and the discipline, that takes the risks to go out and to share our gifts with the rest of the world. I can tell you from the perspective of a business owner, there is risks every single day that business owners take. The ultimate risk is not failure. The ultimate risk is not doing it. You see, people fail every single day, but failure is wonderful feedback. When you fail, now you know what does not work. I don't know if the story is true. I've seen it. I suppose that it probably is. But what was it? Thomas Edison, you know, tried inventing the incandescent light bulb. And supposedly, you know, I don't know how true this story is again, but supposedly he has tried a thousand different formulas, a thousand different ways of creating the incandescent light bulb. And he fails. And then on the thousand and one-th try, one thousand and one, all of a sudden he strikes gold. All of a sudden, he has success. And when someone was interviewing him and said, what was going through your mind when you failed at a thousand attempts? And he said, I never failed a thousand times. I simply learned a thousand ways that wouldn't work. What a wonderful concept. What a wonderful comeback. What a wonderful way of thinking about it. You know, there's so many things in our life that we owe to society. We owe to our children and our grandchildren. And yet we're too concerned. We're too afraid of failing. We're too afraid of what other people may think of us. We're too afraid of not having the resource and the ability of following through. And yet most of that, most of that fear never comes to fruition. I'm never saying that it never does because it does. It's a part of human nature. It's a part of human development, human growth. But the reality is that all of you have inventions or intellect or experience or stories that could benefit human beings, could benefit me. It could be benefiting your children, your grandchildren, your next door neighbor, the little boy down the street. And the ultimate failure is when you pass away and all of those things go with you. I remember many years ago, many, many years ago, in a galaxy far, far away, as they say, in which I had an employer. And this woman, she's a wonderful woman. And this woman was 99 years of age. And she was still in relatively good health. She had her aches and her pains, but she was my employer. And I worked on her ranch. This is, again, many years ago. And you know, every single day, Every noon, she would make a fresh loaf of bread, and it was wonderful. But after I had worked there a couple of months, I realized that this woman, being 99 years of age, was in the process of writing a book. And you know, that was so impressive to me, to be 99 years of age 
And not to say I'm too old, but to say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write a book. And she started writing a book about the history of Steamboat Springs, Colorado. She started writing a book about not only the history of Steamboat Springs, Colorado, but Pleasant Valley, which was where she grew up. How different days were back 99 years ago and how society had changed. And she wanted to give that gift to the world because it was an important story to share. It was relevant to maintain and to keep the history alive, to be able to give someone in the next generation and the generation after that a historical context of what she went through when she was a young girl. Well, there's so many different rabbit trails that we could use on this topic today, but I want you to stick around because we're going to be discussing personally some of the things that I think you can use to challenge yourself for 2021 to make it the best year ever. So if you're thinking, you know, that really does make sense, or if you have questions about today's discussion, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. Stick with us. We'll be right back. This is the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. Powered by the Retirement Income Store. Have you missed any of today's program? No problem. You can hear all of our shows online anytime, 24-7 at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. It's a new year. 2020 is finally behind us. And with 2021 comes a new set of challenges. With continuing health care challenges, a new administration, and an economy that many fear is still very shaky. So what does this mean for you and your retirement planning? To keep you up to date and informed, we've put together a series of webinar events. Because your need for retirement income continues into 2021 and beyond. For the date and time of our next webinar event, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. So how's this latest stock market roller coaster ride treating you? You've worked too long and too hard scrimping and saving for retirement to have it exposed to this market volatility or gobbled up by some retirement spend-down scheme. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, hoping for different results. For your free, no-obligation, no-more-volatility information kit, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. It's time to get off the roller coaster and get serious about how you're planning for retirement using tools and strategies designed to generate steady retirement income so you may have the retirement you've worked so long and so hard for. For your free, no obligation, no more volatility information kit, call 866-290-3837 or visit johnsonwim.com. 
Time now for more of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. And welcome back to this episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. And I just want to say welcome if you've just stopped by and you're just tuning in. Well, I want to say welcome to our radio show. And for those of you that stuck around, I want to say thank you as well. So today we've been talking about the book, The 12 Shifts by Jamil Frazier, a wonderful recommendation by a good friend of mine. But in that book, Jamil talked about how the richest soil on earth was not the soil of the Midwest, the rich black dirt of Iowa, but the richest soil on the earth is that of the cemeteries. And again, it's so unsavory to think about it that way. It's unsavory to use that as a metaphor, but it's so true, isn't it? I just remember when I was a little boy sitting at the feet of my grandfather, and I had you know, one grandfather that I knew a lot better than I knew the other one because the other one had passed away when I was much, much younger. But I remember sitting at the feet of my granddad, my granddad, John, and he was mentioning you know, all the stories of when he was growing up. And I just love that. And I don't want this to be a story time, but it's something as simple as a story. It's something as simple as giving of your time and your mind and reflection, all the wisdom and the skill and the ability and the gifts. I meet people all the time that say, Matthew, I don't have anything to give. Yes, you do. You have two hands. You have a heart. You have two feet. You can volunteer. You can serve in a soup kitchen. You know, our church, for instance, you know, we do meals on wheels. And what a wonderful act of service and grace that is to older individuals who can't get out. They can't get their own food. And for some of them, you would swear that if they didn't get that meal, they would probably starve to death because it feels as though that's the only meal that they get once a day. We all have beautiful talents. We all have wonderful stories that we can share. We all have things in our mind that we've always kind of contrived and thinking, you know, if I could only make this, if I could only get this thing to be invented or created, then man, what a difference that would make. I hate to say this, but you know, I think Jamil is right. The richest soil in the world is most definitely the cemeteries. It's the music that was never created and never given to us. It was the inventions, the science, the technology, the cures, all of those things dying with the person that died. And so my challenge to you is that we all must be the agent of change. And we have to start with us. And the first encouragement I'm going to give you is that you need to potentially change your question. You see, if you change your question, you get a different outcome. Instead of saying, why can't I ever lose weight? That's implying that you can never lose weight. And we know that that's untrue. It's absolutely untrue. But we're making it true in our mind by asking this question, why can't I ever lose weight? What if we change the question just a little bit? And we change that question to say, what is one thing that I could do to lose weight? What is one thing that I'm doing right now that's preventing me from losing weight? Do you see how when you change 
the question to a better question, you get a better answer. You get better feedback. You don't get negativity. So it's about asking a different question. What could I do to be the agent of change? What could I do to be able to give some richness and some skill and some ability to the next generation? You want to change your mindset about how you think about things. It is true that there are so many things in this world that we cannot control. But just as Coach Wooden had always pointed out with all of his players, I don't want you focusing on what you can't control. I want you to focus on what you can control. And we can control our mindset. It may be true that 2020 was a dumpster fire. Absolutely. But there are so many things that we could control. You know, instead of saying, why is it that COVID has now shut us down where we can't communicate? There was individuals out there that said, what could we do so that we can communicate? And all of a sudden, technology and new procedures and processes all of a sudden seem to appear out of nowhere that gives us the gracious ability of being able to connect And even though we cannot connect face-to-face, person-to-person like we used to, we have the ability of being able to at least communicate through technology with one another, see each other in real time, be able to see each other's faces and smiles and hear their voices and hear their laughter, see their tears. You have to be the person that changes your body. No one else can do that for you. You have to be the one that changes your relationship to make it what you want it to be. And here's where we're going to really going to sit on this one now. What is your relationship to money? So if you have questions about today's discussion, you have questions that you want to have answered with regards to something that we discussed, I'm going to encourage you, do the right thing and reach out to me at 866-290-3837. My team will put together some materials for you that I know will be of value and we'll email them to you or we'll toss them in the mail if you prefer. If you have questions, I will do my very best to spend a few moments to answer those questions for you. So take the first step. Reach out to us at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. You know, in 2020, we watched as... All of a sudden, it felt as though the stock market was going to turn into another 2008. We watched all the uncertainty create this irrational, I guess, sell-off in which the stock market just began to drop precipitously. And we watched in literally six weeks where over a third of the stock market just seemed to disappear into thin air. We watched as stock prices plummeted. We watched as Everything within the stock market seemed to go down. How did that make you feel? Did it bring back recollections of a period of time in previous history when you would experience something of similar nature? You see, if we're going to be the agent of change, we sometimes have to rely upon history and learn from history so we don't repeat history's mistakes. And I would contend one of the greatest lessons that we learned was that there will always be periods of time of volatility within the stock market. And today you are closer to retirement than you've ever been. Today your money is more valuable to you than it's ever been. Today 
you probably have more money in retirement savings than you ever have. And the question becomes, how can you preserve and protect that money? How can you make that money now return the favor? You worked for it for all these years. What can you be doing? And I would ask you, I would invite you to consider that there's two very important lessons. The first is going to be that you need to learn the lesson of previous generations in how to take your money and make your money make money through interest and dividends. Because you see, when you invest for the eye, when you invest for income, income is like a bird in the hand. When your principal is earning interest and dividends, those are real dollars that are coming to you. And when you have interest and dividends and they're paying you, say, three, four, five, six, maybe even 7%, if you need those dollars, you can spend those dollars for the income replacement. But if you don't need those dollars, you can simply reinvest those dollars back into more interest and dividend paying things. And through wash and repeat, wash and repeat year after year, taking and reinvesting those interest and those dividend dollars back into more interest and dividend paying things, you are increasing your portfolio of income producing assets. Now, it doesn't have the sizzle. It doesn't have the excitement of being able to hit a home run when you buy a stock and it goes up. But what it does have is it has a very steady nature to it. Because you see, fixed income investing is called fixed income investing for a reason. It typically has a very steady fixed income that it produces year after year after year. Think about having a million dollars that's producing forty, forty-five, fifty thousand $50,000 of income each and every year through interest and dividends. So that you didn't have to be spending your principal to get income, but rather your principal was producing income for you year after year. Wouldn't that be nice to know that your principal was being protected? Wouldn't it be nice to know that your principal was there if you wanted to spend it? Wouldn't it be nice to know that your principal was there if you had a long-term care situation down the road and you needed accessibility to your principal? Or wouldn't it be nice to know that because you had all the income that you wanted, now when you passed away, you would be able to leave a financial legacy to your kids and to your grandkids. The number two principle would be looking for the silver lining of all the things that took place, all the carnage that took place in 2020. So many people work with financial advisors who simply chase growth. They just simply chase the growth type funds or the growth type stocks because that's pretty simple, quite honestly. You just look for the most popular thing and you chase the trend. But I would submit to you that maybe looking outside of the box and understanding value stock and finding a place in your toolbox for value stock would be an excellent idea. Now, what is a value stock? A value stock is simply the stock of a quality company that has good financials, that pays a decent dividend, but it's underpriced. It's undervalued. In other words, this is a stock that maybe has fallen out of favor with Wall Street. Or potentially, it got beaten up throughout all the COVID volatility. But yet, when you look at the fundamentals of the company, you look at the financials, you realize, man, there's some good stuff here. And the potentiality of that stock price coming back up and recovering If you're able to take and purchase that stock now at the discount that it's at, 
as that stock quote unquote recovers, that becomes capital growth and appreciation for you. And here's the beautiful thing. Chances are it's paying 50 to 100% more in dividends than a normal growth stock dividend is paying. So you see, we need to be the agent of change. We need to potentially ask different questions so that we can get a better answer. We need to be able to change our mindset, change our body, change our relationship. But what is your relationship to money? And the advisor that you're working with, are they bringing to the table new, unique opportunities and ideas for you to invest that are not simply here to gamble with your dollars and potentially lose them, but things that are going to be potentially missing tools that should be in your toolbox at this stage so that you can have that wonderful retirement that you want to. And I encourage all of you as listeners, if you have questions, please go to our website, www.com. Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N, W-I-M stands for Wealth Income Management, dot com. And post your question to us. Reach out to us. Let us know what kind of topics you'd like to hear us discuss on each episode every Saturday morning. Unfortunately, we're out of time for today, but I just want to say, be the agent of change. And I guess I'll follow that up the way that I always do, which is, remember, for you, to make today a great day. That's your job. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Matthew Johnson. That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. 